So you've been listening to this podcast for a while, and along the way, you've learned that the only way to lose weight is to be in a caloric deficit. So you find your daily caloric needs, you set a daily caloric deficit goal, you've been hitting that goal for an extended period of time. After a few weeks, you check your weight, and your weight hasn't budged at all. In today's episode, you're going to find out four reasons why you might be in a calorie deficit, but still not losing weight. Welcome to episode number 64 of the Fitness Hippie Podcast. I'm your host as always, Mark Torres. And in today's episode, we're obviously talking about calorie deficits. And I'll preface this episode by saying losing weight is one of those things that is simple in concept and difficult in execution. I just talked about this a couple episodes back, just like basketball. Basketball is really easy. You shoot a ball, you get in the hoop, you get points. But of course, a lot of us suck at basketball. It's easier said than done. It's easier on paper than it is to do. Same thing with losing weight. You set a daily caloric goal. You hit that number for an extended period of time. All of a sudden, the pounds just start falling off and things are great. Things are amazing. You're making progress. You're happy. All these fun things. But of course, hitting that number is a little bit more difficult than anticipated. Staying consistent hitting that number is a little bit more difficult than anticipated. And sometimes life just gets in the way. So uh, it's one of those things where losing weight is simple in concept and difficult in execution. So if you listen to this podcast, because this is a situation that you find yourself in where you're in your calorie deficit and you're not losing weight, just know that you are not alone and that these things happen pretty frequently and I'm here to get you through it. So in today's episode, you're going to learn four reasons why you might be in a calorie deficit, but not losing weight. Let's just get right into it. Reason number one, you might be in a calorie deficit and not losing weight is that your starting caloric number is a little bit off. So whenever you're finding your calorie needs, you're going to probably use a calorie calculator. There's hundreds, if not thousands, if not tens of thousands of them out there, and they're all going to be relatively similar. They all use the same two or three equations. A decimal point here and there might change. Uh, well, not a decimal point, but a, you know, whatever, a few figures here and there might change the number that you get. Uh, but a bunch of episodes back, there's like deep in quarantine, I was trying to figure out how many calories my body needs for a particular podcast episode. And I tried out like four or five different calorie calculators. And most of them gave me a number anywhere from 24 to 2,500 calories. So that margin of error is pretty acceptable. It's only 100 calories. Um, that makes sense. And I think logically speaking, that number made sense to me. And then the very last calorie calculator that I used was I believe the Livestrong calorie calculator and it gave me 2,900 calories. So from 24 to 2,900 calories, that's a 500 calorie difference. That is a pretty decent margin of error. Um, that very well may be the difference between me losing weight and gaining weight. So that is why when you go to find your daily caloric needs, you really should try to double, triple, quadruple check when you go out there and you try these different calorie calculators in case you do get an outlier. So if you try a bunch of them out, you can take the average. You can see if one is an outlier or not. Because at the end of the day, there's no tried and true way to find out exactly how many calories your body needs. It's all a guess. Of course, it's an educated guess, but still a guess nonetheless. So whatever number you end up getting, you have to try it out see how your body reacts to it, and then you can adjust from there. So if you just do the one calorie calculator and it just so happens to be the outlier number, for me, it would have been 2,900 calories, then I'm going to have a really far off starting point. And for me to try to test it out and kind of keep coming down until I end up eventually losing weight, it's going to be a lot farther of a, uh, a distance to travel than if I started off pretty closely. So if you try a bunch of different calorie calculators out to start off with, hopefully you start at a point that is closer to the point that you actually need to be at. For me, it would be 24, 2,500 calories. 
But if I started with that live strong, I'm going to be really, really far away. I can keep hitting that 2,900 calories and feel so good about it. I feel great. 29, boom, 29, boom, 29, boom. And my weight goes up and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, So that is something that can absolutely be frustrating. So if you double, triple, quadruple check your numbers, that'll put you in a better position to make progress um, a little bit quicker. Did I make up that word? Uh, Your starting point's better. You can start making progress earlier in the process, which is obviously something that you'd probably want to do. Reason number two why you might be in a calorie deficit and not losing weight is portion sizing. So I'm not going to sit here and act like counting calories is the simplest thing on the planet because it can get a little bit confusing depending on your approach to it. Um, If you're just counting calories, stuff like, you know, preparing food can be kind of confusing because you don't know exactly how many, uh, you know, how many of a certain ingredient you're putting into a food. If you're eating out a lot, like you could be eating at a local restaurant that doesn't even have a website, let alone nutritional information. So it might be a little bit of a shot in the dark. Um, So things like that can get a little bit confusing and you can kind of, um, you know, get a little bit bogged down in the details there. Uh, And then if you start to add more factors onto your counting, onto your tracking, then it gets even more confusing, right? If you can track your calories and your protein, that's a really good start for most people. But then if you feel like you want to add carbs and add fats, and some people will track sodium and even fiber sometimes, it's going to get more convoluted and more confusing. A 500-piece puzzle is a lot more difficult to solve than a 25-piece puzzle. Uh, So if you can keep the amount of values that you track down to a minimum, that's obviously going to help the simplicity part of it. But it still can be a little bit confusing. So one of the things that can trip you up is things like portion sizing. Um, So I just so happen to have a jar of peanut butter here. This is a Serving size is two tablespoons. It's 180 calories. So you might look at this and say, oh, great. Two tablespoons, uh, 180 calories. Little do you know, a tablespoon is actually probably a little bit smaller than you think. You get some toast. You get two, you get, well, two spoons. You get one spoon from your kitchen and you take two big globs of peanut butter, bada bing, bada boom. You put one on each slice, spread it. You feel good. You track down 180 calories in your MyFitnessPal. Little do you know, those two big globs of peanut butter that you grabbed are actually double the serving size that you thought it was like two tablespoons. Uh, you actually ended up grabbing four because you've got these big globs of peanut butter on your spoon. So f- instead of being 180 calories, that's 360 calories that you actually consume. So you track 180, you really consumed 360. That's 180 calories unaccounted for in your MyFitnessPal or wherever uh, you're tracking your calories. If you do that a couple times a day, you know, a little bit of there, uh, a little bit somewhere else, another portion that uh, you know ends up getting a little bit mismanaged, all of a sudden you've got three, four, five hundred calories unaccounted for. Your calorie calculator says 2,000. If 2,000 is your goal, you hit your goal, you feel great. Really, all of a sudden, you actually consume 24, 2,500 calories. It's just not accounted for in your MyFitnessPal because the portions were slightly off. And that absolutely can be the difference between you making progress and not making progress. So if you want to go down the calorie counting route uh, and you want to make sure that your numbers are as accurate as possible, getting something like a scale, a food weighing scale, might be in the cards for you. Of course, that is far from being necessary. If you can do things a little bit more intuitively, that's great. You don't have to go down the route of counting calories. But if you want to be accurate, maybe a food scale is going to work really well for you because you can weigh the foods that you have. You can know exactly how much of it you're consuming. And then you can put that in your MyFitnessPal and then see what you get. So let's see if your portion sizes from 
pre-food weighing uh, match up with the post-food weighing. And that could be something that differentiates the amount of calories that you consume actually and the amount of calories that you put into MyFitnessPal. Uh, so if you kind of a little bit diligent with the portion sizing, that could possibly be the mystery, the Sherlock Holmes uh, mystery solving skills that you need to figure out where your calorie deficit got a little bit wonky. Reason number three, you might be in a calorie deficit but not losing weight are things slipping through the cracks. So like I said, calorie counting is not the most simple thing on the planet. So uh, let's say you're a person, you're going to work really early in the morning, you don't typically eat breakfast, but you've got a little jar of trail mix that's in your car in case you want to nibble. So you're driving in your car on your way to work and you're mindlessly listening to your favorite podcast, <clears throat> aka the Fitness AB podcast, and you're zoning out to my beautiful soothing voice. Uh, and you start just munching on some trail mix. You're a little bit hungry. You didn't want to feel like eating a full breakfast, but you have a, a few bites of trail mix. All of a sudden, you've had four handfuls of trail mix, uh, and you kind of don't think about it because you're mindlessly driving. You get to work. You don't even bother putting it in your MyFitnessPal because you think it's either inconsequential or you kind of didn't realize that you did it. All of a sudden, that's a couple hundred calories that slipped through the cracks, and you had no idea you didn't input it into your daily caloric intake. Then you go fast forward to dinner. You have a nice salad. You sit down, you take a bite of your salad. It's a little bit dry. So you put some dressing on there. You're like, oh, this tastes so much better. All of a sudden, you just added a couple hundred calories of dressing. You've already tracked everything else. You're like, ah, oh, just dressing. I don't even have to worry about it. There's another couple hundred calories right there. You do that a couple times during the day. Same thing as the portion sizing. There's four or 500 calories unaccounted for that's not in your MyFitnessPal um, that you're actually consuming, but you're not tracking it. And it's not telling you the full story. So you might think you're in a calorie deficit when in fact you're not in the calorie deficit because of a portion size or things that slipped through the cracks prior to that. Uh, and that could be the reason why you're not making progress. And last but not least, reason number four why you might be in a calorie deficit and not losing weight is that you find yourself being a weekend warrior. So this is something that is an affliction for so many people. Monday through Thursday, you're great. You're fantastic. You're hitting your macros. Things are great. You're hitting your calories. You're really good at counting calories. You're not worried about portion sizing because you've got that un under control. You're not worried about sli things slipping through the cracks. You've got that under control. Your calories that you get in your MyFitnessPal are accurate. They're spot on. You're great at that. Monday through Thursday. And then Friday hits, Saturday hits, Sunday hits and you stop counting calories. You're like, it's the weekend. I'm just going to enjoy myself. I'm going to have some things that I like to eat. Uh, you know, I'm not going to think about it too much, and I'm going to go on about my weekend. I've said this before. If you give me an empty stomach and an unlimited budget at Taco Bell, I will eat 2,000 plus calories in one sitting. So if on Monday through Thursday, I create a 500 calorie deficit for each day, each of those four days, it's 2,000 calorie deficit for the week that I've created so far. I'm 2,000 calories in the hole. That's going towards my weight loss at the end of the week. Over the course of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I can absolutely take out that 2,000 calorie deficit. I eat 2,000 calories at Taco Bell alone. Pair that with the fact that that's probably like my dinner. I've already eaten breakfast and lunch. I'm way over for the day already. I'm not tracking though, so I don't know that. But I've taken a big chunk out of that 2,000 calorie deficit that I've created already out. And then I do that again Saturday, maybe not to that extent, but maybe a little bit over. And I do that again Sunday. All of a sudden, that 2,000 calories that I created is depleted, right? So I'm back to square one. I did not create a deficit. I created de a deficit from Monday through Thursday, and then I erased that deficit on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday by not tracking. So if you find yourself being a weekend warrior, you're going on about the weekend, and you're not sure if you're 
kind of stalling your progress by overeating on the weekend. Either you've got to account for that during the week and you've got to be really on top of things from Monday through Thursday if you want to continue to kind of maintain the way you eat already on the weekend, which is probably not optimal because you're going to put a lot of stress on yourself from Monday through Thursday. And then you might put yourself in a position where you think you did so good that you can go extra overboard Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But if you can kind of control the way you eat on the weekends, you can be a little bit more lax from Monday through Thursday. You could be a little bit lax throughout the week and still make progress as long as the portion sizing is in control, uh, as long as things are not slipping through the cracks, and as long as your daily caloric number is already pretty accurate to start off with. That is going to be a good recipe for making progress, still enjoying the things you want to enjoy, uh, and actually being in a calorie deficit to help you lose weight. So those are the four reasons why you might be in a calorie deficit and not be losing weight. That being said, these are the four reasons that I can think of that might be the most common. Nutrition is very circumstantial. You might be in a different situation where there's something else that's hindering you from making progress. Uh, it is all very individual. So if that's the case, hopefully some of these four tips kind of give you a good idea gives you like a little bit of a trail to go down to kind of try to figure it out. If not, guess what? Hit me up on Instagram at MTFit. I would love to help. I would love to kind of figure it out with you along the way because there's probably something out there that's like one little roadblock for you to go over for you to kind of get back to where you're grooving and making progress and having a great time, being fit, being happy, being healthy. Um, that being said, if you are on a weight loss journey, of course, there are definitely things uh, or de there are definitely times where even if you are in a calorie deficit and you're losing weight, your weight will absolutely fluctuate. It'll stall. It'll kind of plateau. It might even go up sometimes. But as long as you look at the overall trend and the trend is going down, as long as you remain consistent, as long as you remain um, steadfast in your ways, you absolutely will eventually continue to make progress. Those spikes are normal, absolutely normal. There's no reason to panic. There's no reason to uh, you know, completely overhaul your thinking, your diet, your working out, all that stuff, because it's just a little normal blip in the radar going down. Uh, that being said, all these things, these four tips, if you are in a calorie deficit and you're not losing weight, hint, hint, wink, wink, you're probably not in a calorie deficit. Hopefully you enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you did, Hit that subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hit me up on social media at Instagram at MTU Fit, TikTok at MTU Fit. Uh, and as always, you can always find me at MTEFit.com. Hit the links button and everything that I've ever done is right there at your fingertips if you're too lazy to find it uh, elsewhere. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed today's show. I will see you guys in the next one. Peace out.